Part Two of Creative Mind by Ernest Shirtliff Holmes. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The use of the greater consciousness. In practice, the emancipated soul must always realize that he is in union with the Father. What the Father does, he can do in his own life. What God is, he can become. His word must be spoken with absolute authority. He must know. There should be no uncertainty. The word is the only power. Everything must come from it, and nothing can stand against it. It is the great weapon which he is to use against all evil and for all good. It is his shield against all adversity and his sure defense against all seeming limitation. The secret place of the Most High is in his own soul, where God dwells in eternal peace and infinite calm. Here he walks the waters of life undisturbed by the waves and the storm. Divine companionship is his for all eternity. Peace which transcends all human confusion comes, and he realizes that indeed he is honored of the Father. His word is flung out, and will work and none can hinder it. The sense of sureness is complete. Heaven and earth may pass away, but the word goes on and on, accomplishing that thing for which it was sent and all power is given to it on earth and in heaven. If he speaks to the sick and they receive, it will heal them. If he says the word of prosperity, it will manifest, and nothing can hinder it. The world will abound with good, and his cup runneth over with life. What more can we ask? What greater realization of life than to know that God is with us? From this great realization comes peace a peace which the world little understands and a calm which is as deep as the infinite sea of love in which he realizes himself to be immersed peace brings poise and the union of these two gives birth to power no person can hope to arrive while he believes in two powers only as we rise to the realization of the one in and through all can we attain when we speak the word there must be no confusion but only that calm reliance which knows that beside me there is none other. Realize that spirit is all causation, and that all things are made out of it, by the operation of the word through it, and that you can speak the word that is one with the spirit, and there will be no more confusion. As the father has inherent life in himself, so has he given to the son to have inherent life within himself. Speak the word only, and it shall be done. The word is in your own mouth that ye should know it and do it. Stranger on earth, thy home is in heaven. Pilgrim, thou art the guest of God. The Greater Consciousness Man is surrounded by a great universal thought power which returns to him always just as he thinks. So plastic, so receptive is this mind that it takes the slightest impression and molds it into conditions. There are two things in man which his thought affects, his body and his environment. At all times he is given absolute control over these two things, and from the effect of his thought upon them he cannot hope to escape. At first, being ignorant of this fact, he binds himself by a misuse of the laws of his being, but as he begins to see that he himself is responsible for all that comes to him on the path of life, he begins to control his thought, which in its turn acts on the universal substance to create for him a new world. The great soul is learning more and more 
to dare to fling out into mind a divine idea of himself and to see himself perfect and whole if he has a divine thought he will get a divine thing if he has a human thought he will get a human thing he will receive whatever his innermost thought embodies and so we find in the bible twice repeated these words to the pure thou wilt show thyself pure and to the forward thou wilt show thyself forward it is done unto all as they believe we often wonder why it is that we are not making better demonstrations we look about and observe that some are getting wonderful results they are speaking the word and people are being healed we see others struggling along with the word and nothing seems to happen and when we inquire into the reason for all this we find it to be very plain indeed all is mind and we are mental we are in mind and can only get from it what we first think into it we must not only think but we must know we have to provide within ourselves a mental and spiritual likeness for the thing desired the reason why so few succeed then must be because they have not mentally really believed to the exclusion of all that would deny the thing which they believe in and the reason why others do succeed must also be because they have absolutely believed and allowed real power to flow through and out into expression they must have a real concept of life hold an object in front of a mirror and it will image in the mirror the exact size of the object hold a thought in mind and it will image in matter the exact likeness of the thought let us take this image which we hold before a mirror and change it ever so slightly and there will be a corresponding change in the reflection it is just the same in the mental world whatever is imagined is brought forth from mind into manifestation we must not deny that which we affirm we must reason only from that cause which is spiritual and mental and weed out all thought that would deny its power in our lives there seems to be something in the race thought that says man is poor man is limited that there is a lack of opportunity that times are hard that prices are high that nobody wants what i have to offer no person succeeds who speaks these ideas when we express ourselves in this way we are using a destructive power all such thoughts must go and we must all realize that we are an active center in the only power there is we must get the perfect vision the perfect conception we must enlarge our thought until it realizes all good and then we must swing right out and use this almighty power for definite purposes we should daily feel a deeper union with life a greater sense of that indwelling god the god of the everywhere within us when we speak into this mind we have sown the seed of thought in the absolute and may rest in peace we do not have to make haste because it is done unto all as they believe in that day that they shall call upon me i will answer people will often ask what is the best method for demonstration there is but one answer to that question the word is the only possible method of demonstrating anything the word really felt and embodied in our thought then the word becomes flesh and dwells among us and we behold and experience it we will ask for no other way when we understand this the person who does not understand these laws will be likely to say that this is presumptuous that it is even sacrilegious 
but this comes only from a lack of understanding of the fact that all is governed by law and that all law is impersonal and universal we have just as much right to use spiritual law as to use the so-called physical laws strictly speaking there's no such thing as a physical law as all things are spiritual and all law is a law of the activity of the spirit the greatest use of these laws will always come to that soul who is the most deeply spiritual as such a soul comes the nearest to using law as god uses it so to the really great soul there must come a very close relationship with the invisible god this relationship cannot be expressed in words but only in inner feeling which transcends the power of words to express god must become the great reality not simply as the principle of life but more as the great mind which knows and which at all times understands and responds to say that god does not understand our desires would be to rob the divine mind of all consciousness and place god lower in the scale of being than we ourselves are on the other hand we must be careful not to believe that god thinks evil and understands that which is not perfect as then we would have an imperfect being for the first cause we should more and more learn to think of things in the absolute that is to think of things as not limited by conditions realize at all times that the spirit makes things out of itself and needs no beginning except its own self-recognition then we must cognize our relation to this great power as one of absolute correspondence what we think into it it takes up and does for us as we think it should not be an effort so to think we should do so with ease without strain the law must return to us we have no responsibility except to provide the proper channel it can return only in the exact way that we think if we think struggle is the reality we shall gain our demonstration but struggle will have to be the result there is a law of reflection between mind and the one who thinks and it is not only what a man thinks but also how he thinks that shall be done unto him if you believe absolutely that you can do a certain thing the way will always be open for you to do it if also you believe that time will have to elapse then you are making a law and time will have to elapse if on the other hand you believe that mind knows just how and never makes mistakes but lets it be done unto you then it will be done confusion brings more confusion peace begets more peace we cannot imagine the great spirit hurrying or worrying fretting or trying to make anything happen the only reason we worry and fret is because we have thought there was some other power which could bring confusion such is not the case there is but one and we are always using that one but using it according to our belief this is our divine birthright nothing hinders it but ourselves remember that since all is mind you cannot demonstrate beyond your ability to comprehend mentally that is beyond your ability to know about a certain thing for instance suppose you wish to heal someone who is sick your ability to do this will depend entirely upon your ability to see perfection mentally coupled also with the realization that your word destroys everything unlike itself if you try to see perfection for a few minutes only it will never heal your thought goes on at all times 
and in the moments when you least realize it conditions are being molded for you it is not enough to declare consciously for the truth the truth must be believed or no good results will be forthcoming the perfect universe the one who desires to heal must stop seeing reading about discussing or listening to conversation about sickness there is no other way under the sun except as we let go of that which we do not desire and take that which we wish to have there is too much of this deceiving ourselves into thinking that we can do two ways at once we may deceive ourselves and possibly other people but the law remains the same the law of mental correspondence and nothing else we cannot go beyond our ability to realize the truth water rises only to its own level in our patients as well as in ourselves and our environment we will reflect what we are not at our best in the few moments of silence but in the long run of ordinary life and thought to acquire the larger consciousness is no easy task all that we have believed in which contradicts the perfect whole must be dropped from our thought and we must come to realize that we are now living in a perfect universe peopled with perfect spiritual beings each of which coupled with the great divinity is complete within himself we must see that we are one in the great one and then we will not separate or divide but unite and add to until in time we will find that we are living in an entirely different world from that in which we had once thought we were living of course this will meet with much opposition from those unenlightened souls whom we must contact in the world but what of that remember the great man is the one who can keep in the crowd the calm even thought the deep divine reliance on principle and more this is the only way to help or save the world in time all people will come to the same understanding you are lifting up the standard of life and those who are ready will follow you have no responsibility to save the world except by exemplifying the truth the world must save itself all are alike there is no difference between one person and another come to see all as a divine idea stop all negative thought think only about what you want and never about what you do not want as that would cause a false creation too much cannot be said about the fact that all are dealing with only one power making and unmaking for man through the creative power of his own thought if there is something in your life that you do not want there stop fighting it forget it about struggle karma there is too much struggle coming into the metaphysical thought often we hear some seeker after truth say i have a big fight ahead oh foolish and untaught how can you hope to enter in the kingdom comes not from without but from within always stop all struggle and wait upon the sure principle that creates whatever it wills because there is nothing to oppose it as long as we think that opposition exists we are blocking the way for the clearer vision those that take up the sword must perish by it not because god is a jealous god but because that is the way the law must work cause and effect must obtain everywhere do not even fuss about your karma too often we hear people say this is my karma this may be true enough but how many people know what they mean when they use the word karma 
do you realize that your karma is nothing but your false thinking and that the only way to escape it is to think the truth and that brings in the higher law when the greater comes in the lesser leaves because there's no longer anything to give life to it the past is gone when we learn to forgive and to forget this erases from mind all that is held against us and even our sins are remembered no more against us forever fate is in our own hands and when we will rise to that pure atmosphere where we see things in their completeness and know that an all-wise power is behind it all we will see that the infinite mind could wish for us only that which expresses itself in limitless terms the whole trouble has been that we reason as men and not as gods i say ye are gods and every one of you sons of the most high the great law of life is thinking and becoming and when we think from the lofty heights of the spirit we will become great and not until then do not try to convince anyone of the truth that will bring confusion truth is just as much as god is and the whole world is coming gradually into the realization of it keep the truth within your own soul lift your own self above the confusion of life and then people will believe so all our thought is to be created in the realization of the one becoming the many without struggle without fear stripped of all that denies the truth how limited we are how little our thought how the human race rises in the morning plods off to the day's work plods home at night sore and tired eats and sleeps works and dies as has been said of man man works hard to get money to buy food to get strength to work hard to get money to buy food to get strength to work hard to get money etc this was never intended it is the curse imposed on the man who believed in two powers one of good and one of evil to us there has come a greater vision and to those who believe and act as though it were true it is proving itself we must turn from all human thought and experience we are not downtrodden depraved and miserable sinners born in sin and conceived in iniquity and shame some to go to heaven and some to hell and all to the eternal glory of god this is a lie it always has been and always will be but as long as we believe in a lie it seems to be present with us man is born of the spirit of god almighty is pure holy perfect complete and undefiled is at one with his eternal principle of being many people are finding this out and as a monument to its truth millions are daily proving it for themselves somewhere down the path of human experience we will all awaken to the realization that we ourselves are heaven or hell we live in spirit awaiting the touch of thought that believes all people look a few see part two practice introductory the one who wishes to practice metaphysics must first last and all the time realize that he himself is a center of the divine activity he must know that whatever god is in the universal he is in the world in which he lives he must know that all things are made out of spirit which is first cause nothing comes before spirit operating upon itself out of itself it makes what it will out of its own perfect desire he must think of the spirit as the father of his own life eternally bound to him eternally binding him to it he must know that the spirit not only can manifest through him 
but that it wishes to do so the father seeks such to worship him the practitioner who understands the truth knows that as long as god exists he will exist that he could no more become non-existent than god could walking talking moving in god he must not only see the divine being as the great unknown cause but he must go a step further and see god as the great self-knowing understanding power of infinite intelligence thinking through his own thought and willing into his own life all power and all good more than this god must become within his own soul the greater self the inner life the inner light that is to light his path with sure step to the attainment of the greater ideals god is to become the great friend of his life understanding him and helping him at all times to understand all things no more books no more teachers no more preachers creeds or candlesticks will he ever need the old methods must vanish into their native nothingness as the great realization that god is all in his life dawns upon his awakened thought not is the squire when the king's at hand withdraw the stars when dawns the sun's brave light he must know that not height nor depth nor any other thing can come between the soul and its perfect creator too long have we listened to people now our own soul shall speak in a language that is unmistakable now shall we ourselves become masters of all life and interpreters of all mysteries now my father and i are one as the word of god goes forth and sets in motion the all law so must we realize because we are one with the word that our own thought has the power of expression the one who wishes to heal must come to see all evil as impersonal fastening it to no one but realizing that it is simply false thought the healer knows that the word which he is to speak will destroy this false impression and by erasing it it will vanish there should be absolutely no sense of responsibility beyond speaking the word in positive faith knowing all struggle belongs to the old order in the new peace takes the place of confusion faith answers the cry of doubt and fear and the word is supreme we must know that our word is law and cannot be set aside by the false thought of the world every time that we state a truth we must know that that truth destroys all that is unlike itself and frees the thought of the one whom we wish to help and to heal this word must become the new law which frees people are sick because they think sickness and will be healed only when they turn from this kind of thought and begin to think in terms of health the same power used in two ways there is only one power but we use it in two ways either to destroy or to save the blessing and the curse are one and the same thing the power of mind used either affirmatively or negatively the word used in fear and doubt or in faith and assurance you do not have to understand material philosophy or be learned in the books of the human race all these things may be good in their place but to one who understands the greater laws of life they are as simple babblings an infant crying in the night an infant crying for the light and with no language but a cry we no longer cry we know we no longer ask if there be a god or if we dare to speak to him lest we die we do not analyze dissect affirm or deny we know 
we trust our own word because first we know in whom we have believed the sooner the one who is striving to attain will realize that truth must become revealed through his own soul and not that of another the sooner he will attain we must then become immune from the race suggestion of an hypnotic power that sets itself up as an authority there is no other authority than your own soul as there is no law but that your soul has set leave authorities to smaller minds and to those who need a leader because of their own self-confessed weakness and be free dare not to stand amidst the eternal way and proclaim your own atonement with all the power that there is was or ever will be practically the whole human race is hypnotized thinking whatever it is told to think we get our concepts from our physical environment we say see sin sickness death and misery happiness and calamity and this concept we are giving to the creative impersonal mind and so we are making a law for ourselves that will produce what we believe in do we really know what law means it means that which will exact the utmost farthing from our own thought like produces like attracts like creates like if we could see our thought and take a picture of it and of our conditions we would see no difference between the two for they are really but the inside and the outside of the same thing we cannot make affirmations for fifteen minutes a day and spend the rest of our time denying the thing which we have affirmed and affirming the thing which we have denied and obtain the results which we seek we send out the word and it sets the power in motion then we think the opposite thing which neutralizes the first word and zero is the result we cannot demonstrate one iota beyond our mental ability to conceive and steadfastly to embody infinite as creative power is receptive and quick as it is it can only become to us what we first think into it god can do for us only what he can do through us dare to say behold i am he great men have come and gone and behold the greater now stands here where i stand and i am that one the world will laugh and perhaps scorn the christian world will hold up its hands in holy horror lest you blaspheme the unchristian world will smile knowingly neither the one nor the other will understand but the understanding of either counts for nothing you are now free and your freedom will yet save the world from itself the great soul finds within himself the divine companionship which he needs he finds within himself the peace which patheth all understanding and the power to do all things all power he speaks his word is law and it is done unto him of all the power there is his word knows itself to be the law of life unto all for whom it is spoken and who receive it healing the sick we shall be called upon to heal all manner of disease to comfort the sorrowing and to bring peace to the distressed first we must heal ourselves when we are healing others we are also healing ourselves a healer's work takes place within himself this idea of sending out thought and holding thought is all a mistake things come into being not only by taking thought but by knowing that the word is infinite this word is in your own mouth and there alone can it be spoken here your responsibility begins and here it ends in your own mouth you must feel no responsibility for the recovery of your patient 
for it brings confusion and disturbance to be always wondering if it is working it must work if you have the sure faith and your patient is receptive you are dealing with the same power that said let there be light and there was light if your patient is suffering from a belief that he is dying of some dread disease you must know that when you speak the word it will destroy this false belief and set him free there must be no doubt about the power in the word which you speak it should be said in perfect calm in peace and with absolute faith that it will work this word then establishes the law of life unto the patient it casts out all fear it destroys all false sense of material life and realizes that all is an expression of a perfect god and so leaves nothing that can sin be sick suffer or die when you are as sure of this as that you breathe when you truly know within yourself your patient will be healed provided he also believes if he does not believe it is not your fault and you will have done for him all that can be done denials some people teach the use of denials this must be settled by each individual for himself here and at all times we must settle every question from within and not from without no living soul can say how another should or should not work be aware of the danger of a self-appointed authority this danger is as apt to come into new thought as it was in the old no one is your authority on anything let us look into the philosophy of denials we find that many people teach and practice them and we do not wish in any way to criticize them their reasoning is this all disease is an image of thought held in mind until it appears in the body it is true that without the ability to think man could not be sick if he thinks a sick thought it will make him sick when he changes his thought and thinks health he is healed it is taught that since sickness is negative thought it must be counteracted by a positive thought and that the best way is to deny the sick and affirm the positive thought for instance there is no matter and nothing can be the matter this man has no material stomach he is spiritual and not material his lungs are not made of matter they are spiritual ideas i deny that man can be sick or suffer or die all this may be accurate man is a spiritual idea and so must be perfect in his real nature but there is a question if this is the better way when we look into the creative way of the spirit we find it impossible for denial to enter as the spirit recognizes no opposite to its own nature it knows that i am and beside me there is no other the spirit does not deny anything it simply affirms itself to be that which it desires to be seeing and recognizing no opposite to itself it finds no need of denial indeed this thought need not enter the mind if we are working with the spirit we need not deny but state the affirmative attitude of mind realizing that we are dealing with the only power that exists there is a subtle danger in using denials we may deny to such an extent as to erect a barrier or build a mountain to overcome once realize that god makes things out of himself simply by speaking and you will never again use denials in treating all that needs changing is the false thought and by affirming that your word destroys everything but itself you will embody all that a denial could 
in those systems that teach denials we find that the more enlightened ones are gradually using the affirmative method and as this is the growth of experience there can be no doubt that it is the better method of one thing we may be sure the spirit never denies it simply knows that i am the use of affirmations the affirmation is the great weapon of the healer it is in alignment with the way of the original creative spirit and is the true use of the word of all power we need only to say that our word is the law unto the case and calmly state what we want to be done and then say and do nothing that contradicts it and wait for the fulfillment of that word there is a power that operates on what we say and it is done unto us and we need have no fear about the results if i am treating mary jones i need only say i am helping her and go to work within myself to realize that she is now a perfect being made in the image of god i must know that i am destroying all imperfection when i know within myself that i am speaking the truth and realize that she is perfect the healing is done as far as i am concerned if she receives she is healed i am not responsible for her receptivity know that there is a power that corresponds to your own mental attitude and you will see that the way you are believing is what makes things happen the way they do always believe in what you are doing never see the negative side of life never talk about it or listen to talk of other people and never think about or see imperfection and you will have no trouble in making demonstrations the highest attitude of mind the highest attitude of mind from which all else springs is one of perfect calm and absolute trust in the spirit the one who can with perfect confidence look into the future and with perfect ease of mind rest in the present and who never looks backward but who has learned to be still in his own soul and wait upon the spirit he is the one who will the most completely demonstrate the supremacy of spiritual thought over so-called material resistance be still and know that i am god non-resistance resist not evil and it will flee from you here is a statement of one of the great laws of our being when we resist we make a mental image of the thing we are fighting and that tends to have it created for us when we learn to look only at what we want and never at what we do not want we will no longer resist anything suffer it to be so now you need not try to change the world let it alone all people are doing the best they can no one needs to be saved but yourself and the sooner you realize this the sooner you will attain get over that holier-than-thou attitude it is an illusion that many people suffer from especially in the religious world the world is all right it's not going to hell it is on the way to heaven it is getting good so fast that in the process many things are being overturned and confusion appears to be on the surface a great change is taking place and on the surface the results are as yet a little mixed but underneath the power is at work destroying all unlike itself in time all will come to see this what a load of responsibility we assume that we were never meant to carry remember that in the divine plan no mistakes are made and that if god could have done it in a better way he would have done it differently 
no souls are lost for all live and move and have their being in him and god is not a god of the dead but of the living for in his sight all are alive too long have we believed the negative simply because we have allowed ourselves to become hypnotized by a few strong-minded people and by those who have imposed upon the race a mass of false philosophy be alive there is no place in the new order for dead ones the true metaphysician is alive to all that is useful filling his place in the events of the human race he takes part in all its labor and in all its fun pessimism must be relegated to the scrap heap there is no place among the living for the dead let the dead bury their dead follow thou me do not hesitate to enter into the game of life but do so with a zest and enthusiasm that overflows with life fill yourself with the radiance of a life running over with power and usefulness then shall the world see your light people in the new thought above all others should enter into the business world into educational vocations into politics into every walk of life and there prove before a waiting world tired of itself that a man's a man with this difference not a son of man but a son of god be happy how can we hope to make a world see the right way unless we overflow with joy the world has now too many sad faces we see them everywhere that resigned look that seems to say one rebuff more or less makes no difference i am already so sad that nothing matters i can bear it this was all right when we thought everything was all wrong but now we know that all's well with the world we must get over this depression which robs us of the power of attraction of the good things of life and enter in the man who is always glad will surround himself with people who are happy and life will be a continual enjoyment this robs no one it does not make a race of irresponsible people it makes a world of joy a world that is good to live in no one wants to associate with the dead people are looking for a more abundant expression of life not for depression and fault-finding find fault with no one and more than this find no fault with yourself get over the thought of condemning people and things people and things are all right let them alone and enjoy life your very atmosphere will cheer and uplift the people who contact you and a new life will enter into them overflow as it is given to me to perceive i most certainly believe when a man's glad plumb through god's pleased with him same's you live in the present life is for us to-day there will be no change for to-morrow unless we do the changing to-day to-day we are setting in motion the power of to-morrow to-day is god's day and we must extract from it what of life we are to live Tomorrow, in the divine course of events will care for itself the soul that learns to live in the great gladness of today will never weary of life but will find that he is living in an eternal here and now now all good is his now all life truth and love are his now he has entered in and the good things of life are his today lord for tomorrow and its needs i do not pray make me do thy will just for to-day let your soul sing to-day and the song that comes to-morrow will be all the sweeter 
it will ring out over the vistas of time with an unmistakable clearness here is a soul who knows himself and has found life within himself who has met god today no more waiting no more longing no more weary roads to travel he has arrived the goal is won and peace has come at last today see good in all things learn to see god in all manifestation in all people through all events the ordinary person sees only the lump of matter not so with the awakened soul he sees in all things the divine mind at work moulding out into expression what it feels itself to be of life of colour of form and beauty there are some disillusioned ones who claim that what we see is all false and that the so-called material universe is an unreality what a mistake what we see is the body of god full free complete whole a primrose by the river's brim a yellow primrose was to him and it was nothing more he never saw the idea behind it was seen only as matter 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 yet what he could have seen was god's thought of himself coming out into wonderful beauty and color and form the infinite one manifesting in an infinite variety of forms what do you see when you look upon the human form the crowning glory of god's perfect creation matter 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 flesh blood and bones indeed these may be passing into expression but what of the idea what of the reality of the body this body of ours is as real as god is real it would not be if it were an illusion the very touch of the flesh should send a thrill through the whole body bringing up its vibration to a higher pitch to a finer form the body is not one mass of pollution it is the temple of the living god and should be so thought of too long have we condemned it and now we must free it by reversing the process of all things on earth the human body is the most beautiful the most wonderful and the most godlike if you do not love your brother whom you have seen how can you love god whom you have not seen human magnetism is not hypnotism it is the divinity of man in expression and when we learn to convert human passion into divine love to transmute the lower into the higher we shall have with us a power of attraction against which nothing can stand he who hath ears to hear let him hear when we behold a beautiful sunset we should see the wonderful thought of god the radiance of his presence in the strength of the hills we should see the strength of the spirit and seeing all things as spiritual ideas we should learn to love them because god has made them and given them to us to use the soul who in ecstasy can rush up to a tree and embrace it realizes more of god than all the bigoted priests who have ever lived the one who can sniff the ocean breeze with delight feels the presence of the divine being more keenly than does the one who kneels in despair before an awful god of justice learn then how to appreciate nature and nature's god spend much time in the out-of-doors look up at the stars let them be your companions tread the pathless ways of the trees and the giant forests and see god in everything that you look upon the god of the everywhere end of part two